And that is, have you played that the Dragon Age Flash game? No. You should go out of your way to check that out. Because originally I was like, oh, I guess you unlock like a couple items if you play this Flash game to use in the real game. So I was like, eh, I might as well try it. But it turns out it's actually kind of a real RPG. Really? Yeah. So it it's kind of the way it looks and sort of feels. It's pretty reminiscent of the games you would play like back in the late 90s, I guess. Sort of the stepping stone between Ultima and what is now a computer RPG. So you sort of wander around the map. You pick up items. And then when you get into combat, it's real tactical combat. You walk, you walk around a grid. You have different moves to use, like many moves. It's, it feels like a real game. There's, I think the whole talent trees from the game exist in this Flash game. So this so is I the, got a thief. the Dragon Age Journeys? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. I'm at the site right now, probably ruining the recording. Oh, no. That's no. fine. It's actually it's all right. worth it. I had Firefox open, or as I opened Audacity, so I think that we should be okay. But yeah, I mean, I meant... if if the load time on the Flash game is any indication, oh, yeah. it's it pretty takes big. a while. It's pretty big. I mean, I've been doing um... this for over a minute now, and uh, <laughs> it is probably less than, a, I guess, less than an eighth full. Which is a large Flash game. I'm used to my Flash games, you know, loading in about 30 seconds while I'm at work. Well, this ain't no tower defense game, Joel. Yeah, for reals. I wish it was. But uh, also, I think I'm seriously considering the Dragon Age Limited Edition now because I think it comes with, like, actual extra content. Yeah. Like, there's there, different I have areas to that, explore. Which is total but, BS. I am angry. I, know. I am angry about that. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do some research. I'm not going to support premium actual content that isn't available. I mean, I I guess it's the same as saying, well, you'll pay for downloadable content after the game comes out. Yeah, I guess that might be true, but I've never actually paid for downloadable content after a game has come out either. So I don't don't know. I will pay for downloadable content. I think there's a big disconnect when I feel that this is exactly the same thing as a game is released and there's downloadable content day one. Yes. Like there's, there isn't really anything that excuses that. And companies will say, Oh, well, you know, this was budgeted differently, but I don't really know how that follows. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to do it. Cause not like my money will make, you know, swing the mighty yeah. Bioware to any other decision, but that just but seems like stick a, to your guns. a bad precedent. EA, more like steal your money, A, am I right? <laughs> yes, for the past, their entire existence, Electronic Arts has been all about stealing our money. Yeah, they just want to take it. Those greedy corporate guys. I wish they had an S in their name so I could put a dollar sign on it. Well, I guess if you write it longhand, it does. It just feels kind of lame. Because like, it, it's like a class system inside of video games. It's like, can, can we not be reminded that we're poor even in our hobbies? Like... <laughs> I mean, I have to make budget decisions around my game. So if you, if you sort of incorporate uh, the budgeting process into a value judgment, that's not very fair. God, I can't wait until Graziel has a job and there's no more budget ever. Because <laughs> right now, 
November is going to be a mean, a mean month. I, I mean, I think our, our video game expenditures are already spoken for. Yeah. Because between Dragon Age and Left 4 Dead 2, that's $150. I don't think we can spend any more money on video games Dude, that month. Dude, you didn't month. do like the four-person cheapo deal? For Left 4 Dead? Yeah. If you, uh, you can buy a gift pack if you get three of your other friends to pay you. You can buy a gift yeah. pack, and you end up saving, uh, like, fifteen to twenty percent. Given, like, you know, you get the pre-order bonus, but you also get this additional five dollars huh. off for uh, getting three of your friends to play. Classic. That's not a bad uh, idea. Classic already hooked me up with it, so you got to find some more people. Yeah, uh, the, a lot of people play it in the WoW Guild. Yeah, you just get some of them on it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really oh, good a- deal. I think I ended up if I. <laughs> I can't remember the calculation, but I think I ended up paying like 35 bucks for the game. I, I just, when I see the four-pack, I am reminded of the dude on Penny Arcade saying, well, I didn't think I was going to be able to convince anybody to play Borderlands with me. So I just bought the four-pack on PC and thrust the download code into their hands. <laughs> and I was like, you rich bastard. You might as well be driving around in your drop-top bends. Totally. But Dave, this is not the video game podcast. We've no, got it's important not. It's, things to discuss. Yeah. Mainly people are getting stronger, stronger faster. Terrible lack of medical knowledge. Yeah. He was actually a doctor, I think. Then what the heck is he? I, if Osama Jessica is a doctor, why does Blackjack exist? That doesn't make well, sense. Those two ideas misogyn- are not. The pituitary gland. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going like, to... All right, just... I'm going to surgically remove this virus from your body. Really? You're going to surgically remove a virus? I'm glad that virus did that thing like cancer. Well, to be fair, this was not directed by Osamu Tezuka. So who knows how faithful it is to the source material. Are you sure Osamu Tezuka wasn't like an honorary doctor? <laughs> I, I, I don't... I honestly don't know. But that's what everybody always says when they're talking about him. They're like, he was a doctor. Who's everybody? I don't know, like Anime World Order. Really? I don't know anything about anime. <laughs> Let's see if I Google Osama Tezuka and then search for doctor. Wow, Osama Tezuka, you know when he has those like big nose characters? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> what? He's got that big round nose, just like uh, just like his characters. Uh, yeah, it says he was a producer and medical doctor. Yeah, that is shocking. Wikipedia. Spurred him to study medicine shocking. at Osaka University. Why did he? I don't know. He obtained his medical degree, but I guess he never actually became a doctor. What does that even mean? So he wasn't a licensed doctor. So blackjack is like his sort of. Well, I mean, if he got a medical degree, maybe he didn't do a, a residency. Doctor. It's like, look at him in his, his jaunty chapeau. Or maybe, do you need to, to do a residency to get a medical degree? You have to get licensed, uh, and I think part of the licensure process, at least in the U.S., is a residency. I, I honestly have no idea how med school works. I don't really <laughs> know either. like, Greg has been in it for the past five years. Yeah. All I know is that it's interminable, and uh, you'll come out of it with a lot of debt. I'm not sure yeah. what that means for the medical profession. But anyway... Who cares what Osamu Tezuka was? Because the guy who directed Gogo 13 <laughs> directed this movie. I knew that's why there was a chick. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Like, 
I was like, wait a minute. It does, yeah. It seems pretty familiar. And it's sort of directed exactly like a Go-Go 13 about a doctor would be. Yeah. It's like he's the only man who can make that shot. I mean, incision. <laughs> I mean, incision from a rifle. <laughs> yeah. It's, like it's, a very, it's an experimental surgery technique. This is my, yeah, my experimental medical surgery. It's like that kind of equipment doesn't belong in a operating room. It's like, you shut up. The sniper rifle has saved just as many lives as it's taken. Well, actually, it's saved significantly <laughs> fewer than it's taken. <laughs> but say always in balance. One person lives, one person dies. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Yeah, that's it's what's like really impressive about Gogo 13 is like room. after that bullet like pierced the Nazi's head, it continued on through the room and, like, hit some guy and cured his blindness. <laughs> no, yeah, it hit one of the strippers in the shoulder. And she was like, my rheumatoid arthritis is gone. Okay. I can flex my fingers again. Thank you, Gogo13. Thank you. <laughs> also, thank you for killing that creepy Nazi. Yeah, for real. That guy needed had it coming. But, yeah, I just, like, what's really, cr- I mean, one of the things that's, like, really great about this anime is that, People uh, are watching the Olympics, which is funny because people are actually watching the Olympics, which as far as I know, yeah. nobody does anymore. <laughs> if this was in the real world, it would take news of these superhumans. It would take like half a year for it to get out. <laughs> what, because the one stuff? guy who watched it was like, holy crap. Well, what's, I got to tell everybody. Yeah. You guys, something is happening at the Olympics. Psh, They're like, the all Olympics. right, whatever. Is that this Listen, year? You, Doesn't that what happen is, is that once soccer? Every- what are we we also don't care about that sport. Yeah. Well, so it's like, first of all, as soon as the Polish runner wins the sprint, there is an anti-doping investigation. Yeah. That, that, like, starts as soon as, <laughs> like, she takes the say. lead. There like, halfway no through the 100-meter dash. of drugs at all. <laughs> halfway through the 100-meter dash, a hook just comes out and pulls her off the track. And it's just like, they're sticking needles in it. It's like, you're a liar. We don't care. Well, that yeah, I was just no. You guys immediately go to superhuman. <laughs> Nobody's like ah, steroids. How about those are still like, around in this universe, right? <laughs> also, not this. This being my first experience with blackjack, I honestly thought this series took place in the post-apocalypse. What? No, black. I mean, frankly, this is a really from my experience with blackjack. This is surprisingly tame because. Last time I watched a Blackjack show, he was curing a woman of ghost dragons. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's that's another. I was like, where's the magic? He's just taking like a slippery little eel out of people's brains. It's not even a slippery little eel. Apparently, it's like concentrated virus. It's like the, the virus only infects this part of the pituitary gland. And luckily, it's the part of the pituitary gland we can cut off. He's like, yeah, everybody turn the lights out. Let's see it glow. Isn't it majestic? It's like cave fauna. (laughs) Over millions of years, they've adapted to the the eternal darkness of the underground. And now they live in our brains. So beautiful. It's like, doctor, their brain pan is still exposed. He's like, give me a moment to finish. They'll be fine. Because everybody in this show, when they get their head cut open, recover almost immediately. Well, except that they're, you know, terribly disappointed that they're not fast and they can't jump high, so they do something yeah. stupid like run so hard into a wall their head explodes, or well, jump they, so they high hadn't... off a bed that their head explodes. Well, they hadn't solved the, the case by the time the girl ran into a wall and made her head explode. 
That's where the goal go uh, 13 influence I'm not sure strong. how. I believe that it, a girl who was in severe anorexia was able to outpower like six guards. She had to run, Dave. You can't hold back her spirit. The only thing that can hold back her spirit is that wall she just ran into. I don't know. She's, she's like a 16-year-old girl who was also anorexic. Like, yeah. How hard is that to control? Yeah. Seriously. Why don't you strap her down? My favorite part about like the whole superhuman thing is that you've got people who are you know incredible athletes, but then they also apply it to people who are really great artists. It's like that. I just don't think that those translate in necessarily the same way. Like when you're sort of measuring accomplishment, how do you say that someone is a superhuman artist? Yeah. <laughs> or even like. Well, I guess that means art is uh, is an objective thing, man. Just like running, you run really fast, you paint really good. <laughs> yeah. It's like they hold, there's like a guy holding up two paintings, like one's Van Gogh, the other one's a superhuman. It's like, well, Van Gogh is shit now, because we've got superhuman art. This art could take a bullet. I think those people were just buying into a hype. Yeah. The dude was like, my daughter's totally a superhuman. And they were like, oh, I'll give you a million dollars for that painting. I'll give you any ten paintings you want. Yeah, right. So every painting that she uh, she made stopped a bank robbery. It's like, like the robber's about to make off with something, he gets hit in the face with some kind of abstract. Form. Yeah, with a painting. The painting just appears in front of him. He's so overtaken it with his beauty. Swings across on the chandelier. Yeah, knocks the artist, knocks the robber out, and then attaches itself to the opposite wall. <laughs> yeah. Then just waits. Oh man! But, I mean, anyway, the, if you haven't guessed, the plot is sort of that at this Olympic Games. Dozens of world records are shattered, and that leads us to discover that there's a new breed of humans called superhumans well, the, uh, we coming onto the scene. there's a new breed. Apparently, everybody in the media is so obsessed with the idea of being subjugated that they immediately assume that this guy who's really good at the pole vault is going to take over the world and turn all regular yeah. humans into <laughs> They're a like, slave. Is there any space left for regular humans? Yeah. <laughs> We're witnessing a new stage in the evolution of humanity. It's like, listen, the last time I heard that in an anime, it was Akira. And we were, because he blew up a whole city. Yeah. Well, there was telekinesis involved. <laughs> that is I mean, I human. Seems, that seems like a, a leap, yeah. Let's compare this. If a guy this. just runs really fast, I think all you can really say is that they ran really fast. How high is your pole vault score? Like 23 feet? That's great. This dude landed on a satellite. Take a yeah, seat in the back, he, please. He jumped literally tens of thousands of feet in the air. Yes. In fact, when he landed, his body was obliterated by the force. So that was our only superhuman. We're actually back to square one. <laughs> now we got his you chumps. And you guys barely last more than a year. Oh, yeah. All we got are these regular humans. I just get, yeah. yeah. I love how the. What's even. Yeah. I mean, so Dave sort of went over the plot a little bit. But to also give you further insight into what's going on. Uh, the superhumans are actually uh, sort of the result of doping, but nobody apparently can test for this because they, I guess, can't see luminescent organisms living on your pituitary in an MRI. Uh, but there's this company. I don't even know what the company's called anymore. Do you remember? Oh, it's, it's the brain. Yes. The brain company. And uh, the brain company uh, has produced a drug that is making these people superhumans. And by drug, I mean they found a virus in some plants in the desert that apparently yeah. juices your pituitary to release like four times the amount of endorphins your body can actually handle. Yeah, the, the problem is that 
eventually your entire system just shuts down and you die and you vomit 50 cc's of blood a minute which sounds like it would be unrecoverable even with constant transfusions well, well the problem is that like constant transfusion doesn't replace the gaping hole that that blood is coming out of like you're basically yep. just pouring more blood into your stomach it's just see they're actually just cycling the same blood he's vomiting up back into his body it's like where does that drain go i feel dizzy this is gross. So Blackjack is on the case. He's got because because at the time he doesn't know why these people are dying, but they're just using him, man. Yeah. Well, he's not. He does. He's on the case, but you know, very reluctantly. Yeah. Well, they do kind of force him by kidnapping, by kidnapping his young assistant. Yeah. Why? I don't. I never really understood why uh, Blackjack had a preteen female assistant they actually explained this i think they mentioned it in the movie but it's really really weird so bear with me <laughs> you know how sometimes when uh when a baby's born sometimes there can be like something happens where two uh, twins are almost formed but one sort of gets subsumed by the other and there is this uh they they essentially have this sack of like half made orchids on them when they're born. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not explaining this exactly correct, but there's like a lot of leftover genetic material, and it may turn into things like hair and nails, and like it, they said in extreme cases, even an eyeball. So that's what that girl is. She's just- he performed like a birthing procedure. And there was a little sack of extra bits on this baby that he cut off, and it turned out it was an actual person, and he gave her an artificial body, and now she's his assistant. Wow. That's yeah, really that's, weird. That's pretty pretty crazy. I would make a joke about it, but I think it's a it's kind of it's kind of past that threshold. Yeah, that's uh that's a little <laughs> strange. Yeah, I don't know what to say now. I think I need to go home and cry. This podcast is over. Cry it out. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I recognize that condition from Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Congratulations. They had a male pregnancy issue. What? I I think I've only I've only yeah turned out to be like a sack of hair and shit. Um, It's the dumbest show ever. Uh, But. Since I think I've only seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy. And it was that it one? It may have also you been the, be the, the one. male pregnancy. Well, no, no, no. But even better. The other issue that was going on in this episode is that people had the bubonic plague. And they were like, how do we cure it? What are we going to do? I was like, you give them a shot of penicillin. It's not the 14th century anymore. Yeah. The bubonic the plague, bubonic not plague that dangerous. It's just bacteria. Anymore. It kills you in like two weeks. You give it a shot, it clears it all up. For real. But somebody was in love with the bubonic plague, so they couldn't just kill it. She's like, no, the bubonic plague's my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. It was actually the main character. She was like, you're going to leave me just like that handsome doctor I slept with in the first episode that provides the plot compulsion for the rest of this show yeah don't leave me bubonic plague you're the only plague i've ever loved no 
Oh, man. They needed to have Blackjack then. He probably would have been able to excise the bubonic plague somehow with his knife. Yeah, and give it an artificial body. He just, like, According stab somebody in the chest. You're cured. It <laughs> says, really? Pinoco is Blackjack's sidekick. A little girl who is actually a teratogenous cystoma, a growth more commonly known as a teratoma. As seen in blah, 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 she was a rare type of parasitic twin living in one of Blackjack's patient's bodies for 18 years until Blackjack extracted her and gave her a real body. He constructed her from the massive organs included in the growth and provided her a plastic exoskeleton. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yes. He's like, all right, I got a lump. What I got here? A liver. I got one kidney. I got half a lung. Or, or I guess it's probably a girl. I'm just going to have to assume with it. Listen, I'm the medical doctor. I have the hand of God. I can take care of this. Well, that is pretty impressive that he managed to construct uh, a, plac- a plastic exoskeleton and replace what I'm going to assume are like hundreds of vital organs. Even though It's a little more impressive than doing the open brain surgery stuff. I mean, that's good. That's good for a normal doctor, but it's no blackjack. Yeah. He's like, shit, I do this stuff before I wake up. (laughs) I'm asleep. I'm asleep right now. I did that brain surgery while I was drunk, all right? I'm blackjack. (laughs) I'm so high. I I think I I was operating on a purple elephant. When I first heard about this, I thought most of his surgeries began with a blackjack. Like, instead of anesthetic, he's like, walked (laughs) up to somebody and, like, hit him in the back of the head. All right, nurse, prep the patient. (laughs) Yeah. Got him. Doctor, are you sure that the best way to... I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got a concussion. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll fix that when I'm in there, too. Can, can you fix a concussion? <laughs> yeah, surgically. Can you? <laughs> of course I can. What, you mean you can't? Yeah, that's exactly... Doing it with one hand while she's talking to her? All right, concussion fixed, you're good to go. This guy had brain cancer. We, we were supposed to fix the brain cancer. He's like, oh, I, swear, I already sealed him up. <laughs> What did He's I got say? Like a blowtorch. He's welding the skull yeah. back together. <laughs> That's a rather unorthodox technique. It's like, listen, I don't have one of your fancy medical licenses. Uh, I just know how to. Doctor, kill I don't people. think a blowtorch would actually weld a skull. <laughs> I think it would just melt it and its contents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even so much melt That's it as horribly the skull whatever in there. Don't talk back to Doctor Blackjack. Yeah, then then you get blackjacked. Now every, go get me my Corvassier. Every conversation with him ends the same way. Somebody gets blackjacked. Yeah. <laughs> he actually just has it on his belt, and when you start sassing him, he just taps it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, sorry, blackjack. <laughs> That's, You're I mean, right. Aaron and Noah came over last night, and apparently there's this thing in um in Japan, you know, when you go to the cook-your-own-meat restaurants, like the Korean barbecue. You, um, whoever is the lowest ranked person at the table cooks the meat. So they were telling us the story of when Ed Chavez was there and, um, the, he was having the intern from the company cook the meat, but the intern was really bad at it. So I was like, did he just grab his hair and push it against the grill? (laughs) Um, but then I, I expanded upon the joke and I was like, did he take his signet ring and just put it on the grill, and then, burn and then it look at face. him. <laughs> yeah, no, he just he just leaves it on the grill for like a minute, just staring at him, <laughs> so he knows what's coming. And 
of course, I assume that Ed Chavez's signet ring, because he would have one, was actually a microscopic or a miniature picture of Ed Chavez's face. <laughs> that wouldn't come out if you burned it into somebody's flesh, though. It would just look like a lump. That'd be pretty close. Don't worry about it. Just on his cheek, you'd have like a little Ed Chavez growling. You're like, hmm. Yes, that would be impressive. But anyway, that blackjack guy, he's all right. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that's crazy about this show is, so, uh, Blackjack has been bamboozled into working with Brain because they kidnapped his cancerous outgrowth assistant, uh, and um, the the research is going pretty poorly. They haven't been able to find anything out, but Blackjack suspects that it's something on the pituitary. Uh, he sort of, I think he eventually confirms this. I don't know, because... Most of what I remember from the middle of the show was trying to figure out why uh, there is a paramilitary uh, doctor force that is yeah. storming <laughs> the another MSJ. company's in, uh, building. I mean, they were like, we're defenders of the human rights with shooty guns. Pa, 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 pa. Like, as doctors, we were bored. But as paramilitary doctors, we have so much fun shooting people. <laughs> yeah. And they have... What are basically armored, like clean suits? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have they they have hazmat suits and they're toting submachine guns. Which I think, like, if you're gonna fight people with guns, what's the point of even having a hazmat suit? <laughs> yeah, what well, you get shot and then the hazmat suit is now worthless. I guess it makes sense because yeah, I don't know. In uh, the confines of that company, I, guess- I don't think it makes sense. But like in general, I just thought about like you know mustard gas and all that stuff. And even if somebody shot me, hazmat suits, I'd still rather have a mask too. on. Well, the Left 4 Dead infected now they can run through flame. Yeah. The special or uncommon infected, as I guess they're called. So those infected knew what was happening. Yeah. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. What, did they make like a hazmat suit that was not bite-proof? I don't think they really... I don't think most hazmat suits are really bite-proof. Well, well, well or aren't they made multiple of bite-proof, a heavy rather. weave? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess with enough, I guess those infected sort of just pummel you to death. So you could probably die, and then nobody really knows how you get infected anyway. So yeah, I guess it works. If only Doctor Blackjack was here, he would know. He'd be able to tell us what's going like, on. Let me cure the zombies. Bring the zombies to me, one at a time. I will cure them all. Yes, I've got to save them. No, Doctor Blackjack, no. Dr. Blackjack, you're going to bring back my husband? He's like, yeah. They got in like a cattle trough where they're just funneling the zombies into his room. And after everyone, is just like, boom. <laughs> he shoots it with a double barrel shotgun. He's like, infection cured. Next patient. <laughs> oh. He's got like, a bottle of hands. He's a just doctor. sitting there in a chair reloading. Yeah. Those guys at the MSJ were right. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> Can you believe the world economy paid me three trillion dollars to do this? Oh, Blackjack, you so crazy! I love how they—they they also, in order to manufacture the drug from the desert plant, they have to—they uh, create this massive refinery in the desert, and I'm not even sure what the refinery does. It's there to get blown up by militants. Yeah, the other brain apparently has its own paramilitary arm that blows up the refinery once a. Uh, it's uh, it's about to be revealed that Brain Pharmaceuticals was responsible for the terrible infection that's spreading throughout the world 
and causing superhumans and then causing those same superhumans to die. And Blackjack, of course, has to, well, in the stunning twist, the woman who originally recruited Blackjack, who was never trustworthy, but for some reason he decided to trust her, gives him drugged wine, or gives the both of them drugged wine, that uh, she's like, well, now we both have a super potent version of the virus, and we will be dead within hours unless you cure us. He's like, bitch, how am I supposed to cure myself? <laughs> yeah. I have to cut my own skull open. Well, the problem is that Blackjack never really cures Enzyme A or whatever. He doesn't He doesn't actually cure it. She just gets knocked unconscious, so he, he, he Blackjacks her uh, and cuts open her head and removes uh, the infected portion of her pituitary gland, and that saves her. But, you know, removes the effect of the drug, too. So she didn't really get what she wanted. Well, yeah, they go go hand in hand. But he's only able to do that because the drug or the virus gives him superpowers as well. So now he's like a super surgeon. He's like, everything is so clear. It's like it's moving in slow motion. I don't know. I bet there's a real doctor that operates on the pituitary gland without being a superhuman. That doesn't seem like it's really up to Blackjack's caliber. Well, he already caliber. did it. He did it before with, like, the, the pole vaulter guy. He removed his uh, the infected part of his pituitary, and then the dude freaked out because he wasn't the greatest pole vaulter in the world, which is, like, really, guy? Like, yeah. The greatest That's pole vaulter. That's not even that cool I mean, of a I'm impressed. Pole vaulting is hard. You know, you've got that going for you, but at the same time, in terms of, like, universal achievement, greatest pole vaulter in the world... <laughs> Probably not that high on the list. He, he was like, if, I, if I'm not a great pole vaulter anymore, don't tell my shitty town. Yeah. They made a statue of me. It's like, yeah, your town must be shitty. They're like, we're so proud of our pole vaulting son. Well, it's like, it's not, I mean, I'm not trying to diminish the accomplishment of Olympic athletes. They do something really great. But, I mean, I think that if you look at what sporting events our culture values, you should have gone into basketball. And if you can't really be good at that, you should probably just... Get a business degree and become a middle manager. <laughs> like, Yeah. He goes to college. He's like, I'm going to get recruited by the NBA. It's like, I can play with my pole on the court, right? No. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He just starts at half court. Uh, Kobe. So, yeah. And the, the ultimate solution to this is, of course, herbal medicine. Indigenous people. That yeah. Bedouins They're have like, known about Here, for have centuries. some homeopathy. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is, like, all that they've done, I mean, they don't really address any of, you know, the the sort of underlying issues of this show. By discovering the cure for the drug, he's effectively made a drug that, you know, will kill you unless you take this other drug. And I really think people will take the other drug. Like, if it really made you that much better, and there was another drug that would fight its effects, people would be taking that nonstop. Yeah, so he thanks for creating a new race of superhumans that only the super elite can become because the drugs are probably super expensive. Exactly. They probably wiped out that indigenous tribe. Oh, without a doubt. They were done. It was just like the Native Americans. They were like, we will share our knowledge with you. Uh, smallpox blankets, why? It's like, hey, I noticed you have a valuable resource on your land. Mind if I take it? What? I already took it. That wasn't even a real question. <laughs> I, I just took it. Yeah. I was just being oh, yeah. polite. Also, you're dead. But but now See I'm not later. being polite because I just shot you. Yeah. <laughs> Politeness is over now. Kablamo. But yeah, so Blackjack raises 
a lot of really disturbing questions about yeah. dwarves he, removed from other people's bodies. Now he's just chilling in his crib with his assistant. He's like, you know what, Pinoco? I think everything's going to be all right. As <laughs> There's the a riot going on outside. Below. <laughs> he's, like, he's smoking a cigar. Helicopter crashes into the other 70-story building next door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Dr. Blackjack. Seems like society is going down the shitter. Oh, like, yep, man, All right. Pinocchio's like, I mean. Get me my Hennessy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just kicks his foot up on the ottoman. Yep. Another job well done by Dr. Blackjack. It's also really crazy. I mean, like, it also, I mean, not only does blackjack make you think you can cure viruses with surgical procedures, it also kind of puts the lie to the idea that drug development is some billion-dollar process. Because the only thing they needed to discover this miracle drug was some race car driver to crash in a desert, and then they went out there and found the drug. Yeah. God, like, good job, I guess. They were, that's what. That's why there's federal regulations on these things. Yeah. So they can't get away with like, you know how much research we had to put into this drug? And they're like, we do, because we're the the FDA. Yeah. <laughs> you just dropped a guy in the middle of the desert and he got all crazy. Yeah, one other thing that we forgot to mention, the villain of the show, Joe Brain, is actually a test tube baby made by the head of the Brain Corporation. Oh, yeah. She was a – well, first off, Joe Brain is a girl, and I believe it is spelled J-O-E. Yes. But, uh, yeah, she is, she is one of, like, many clones or something, one of which selected to be the, the scion of this company. <laughs> the doctor, the, the owner of the company was like, I ain't going to waste my company on no normal baby. I got to make, like, 40 babies and see which one survives. <laughs> and one did, possibly by eating the others. <laughs> yeah. She consumed them to gain their mass and power. And that's the end of Blackjack. Yes. I, th- I think we should probably... I think I have some of the OVAs, so maybe we should continue this Blackjack trend. We could. I mean, it is, uh, it's also up on... Uh, I think it's, it's either on Hulu or Netflix. I think it's on Hulu, or it used to be. That's where I saw the Spirit oh, yeah? episode. Yeah. Dragon Ghost. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is just a common dragon ghost infection. All we've got to do is relive <laughs> your past. Uh, and, you know. Crack his knuckles. All right. We should probably clap before you stop recording. Oh, every time. One, two, three. Let's dance.
let's clap. All right. Put on your red shoes and clap the blues. How many times do you think David Bowie got the clap? I'm guessing like a thousand. He probably just had like some kind of one of those diabetes He wore it around his waist like a belt pouch. David Bowie, what's that pouch? It's secure the clap. <laughs> uh, it's just easier this way. David Bowie's got the clap. <laughs> you would think he would just let the infection run its course one time. <laughs> So it could develop the antibodies. I don't think you get it's that. Like, really, get I that mean, it the sucks the first time, but it's, it's safer really in the long run. It saves you a lot of hassle. Yeah. It's like, given the amount of ass that David Bowie gets, the pump is really more efficient. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it doesn't make, he can't be going to the doctor every three days. <laughs> He's got a lot of women to bang in the 1980s. It's like, David Bowie, I mean, you could just go every time you had sex with a third woman. I just said every, you know, three hours, all right? Yeah. He's like, listen, I can't be going to the doctor every 26 minutes. It's like shaking hands for me. Okay. I'm doing it right now in your office with your receptionist. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? She's 60 years I, old. Well, now she's got I the I actually hired another receptionist <laughs> to have sex with her and your other receptionist in your office. That's how much I have sex. I'm David Bowie. <laughs> All right, that's that's enough. Yeah, very good.